Welcome to Survivor Cast International. I'm Cody. I'm Jacqueline. And today on the pod, we're talking Survivor Australia Blood vs. Water, week number seven. Continuing hashtag Australia weekend. Listening to How's That by Sherbert, the Australian band. Love it. Ready to dive into week seven, Jackie? I am super ready, though I will say no one has gained nearly as much love from me as Alex Cameron. Hmm, that's true. He is uh, next to Nick Cave. He is maybe the number one Australian musician. I mean, but you love Jet, don't you? I mean, still not as much. Okay, so long ass recap at the top of the app. I don't know if it's because we're watching on Daily Motion that they're edited differently, but we this is the first time we've seen a recap in a while. And the first time we've seen the intro in a little while as well. Got a, a little shot of Jordy's ass. Oh, Actually, not a little, a lot of shot of Jordy's ass. Remember, he's like diving underwater, sticking his oh, ass you're, up? Yeah, you're a bit ahead of me. Uh, no, that's still like, isn't it still recapping? I don't think that's in the recap. His ass? That's back at camp, isn't it? Maybe. I don't know. Well, there are still 19 players left. Yes. Uh, I don't know. When is the hashtag ass shot? I don't know. I thought it was in the beginning before it says day 15. I have it in my Mm. notes before it says day 15. We spent a little bit of time with the water tribe right up top, so it might have been during that portion. Um, yeah, 19 people left. We had some nature shots and that crocodile eye shot. I'm not talking about croc the person, an actual crocodile. You see, like, the two lenses flip back? Yes. It's kind of sweet. Um, yeah. And Amy, I, Amy's idol is gone, and last week, Jay went home. And then we, like, jump right into reward, like, immediately, it feels like. Yes, it was definitely in that beginning part with the water tribe that we see Jordy's ass. Cool. When Nina's talking about like feeling good in her position in the blue tribe and thinking she can probably go to the end how she's currently set up. Okay. Yes, we jump right into reward. For some reason, I thought that that was still part of the recap. It was weird. Yeah, I'm not sure. I might be wrong too. The editing in this season is just all over the place, I feel like. It is a little all over the place. Sophie is not surprised that Jay has gone home. Really happy to see a lot lot of the people on the match, she says, specifically talking about her uh, BBCs, big boy club boys. Her big black cocks. No. It's BB, the big boy alliance. Oh. Big boy club. I (laughs) thought it was big boy club. Not to get too blue. I'm sorry. I was talking about chickens. Oh, they have okay. black chickens Roosters? in Australia. I've Love heard. It. I, so I have to give you props, Jackie. I called you it. You called it last week. Fucking you were asking about it. tribe shuffles. Oh, no, they're not going to shuffle. What I was a, curious. What a fool I am. And I definitely, I'm way too, I'm cocking the gun too soon on the merge. <laughs> yes, 19 people. I didn't realize there so were 19. So many people left. I know. I didn't realize there were 19 people left. <laughs> yes, we're getting. A tribe shuffle, as they often call it on International Survivor, (laughs) South African, but not, I think they called it 
just a tribe swap. Tribe mix-em-ups, I think they said. No, they didn't. Tribe switcheroonie. Yeah, they called it a, we're going to do a good old switcheroonie, everybody. Oi, let's do a good old kangaroo hop, I think they said. To the other tribe. Um, Yeah, so they are doing a tribe switch-up. And so, and how they go about doing that is they just draw random buffs. Uh, But only one buff each, he specifically calls out. Don't take two. You can only be on one tribe. And one of them will be empty, but don't panic. That's going to mean something. Sam is really missing Mark. Um, Yeah, she's hoping to be paired up with Mark. And Shay is really, really missing Ben. You can tell, like, as they're, like, looking at each other longingly. Nina Nina, specifically does not want to be paired up and on tribe with her mom. Does not want to feel the burden of having to possibly have her game be derailed or having to manage her mom or just whatever's going to come with that. And specifically says that she wants to be as far away from her as possible. All right. So on that note, let's break down our new blood and water tribes. And I want, I'm going to list the tribes and then let's talk about if we feel like they're stronger or weaker than the previous. Okay. Do you think we can manage that? I know because I have no idea who was on the previous tribe. Oh, God. Yeah, no, that's okay. not something I can do. Let's just. <laughs> okay, well, on the new blood tribe, we've got Amy. Okay. We've got Sandra and Nina, Shay, Jordan, Dave, Josh, Jordy, and Mel. And so that's two pairs of loved ones? Yes. Nina with. Nina and Sandra and Josh and Jordy. Not mm-hmm. Josh and Josh and Jordan. Josh and Jordan. Josh and Jordan. Yes, the cousins. Jordy is kind of fun that mom and daughter and cousins, the people that have been paired against each other all season, are now together. Now united. Although cousins are super jazzed about it, Sandra's super jazzed about it. I feel like the Red Tribe is weaker than it used to be. I mean, they had Croc before, didn't they? I don't fucking remember who was that. I thought. Croc was with Mark on the Blue Tribe. Always? He's now on the Blue Tribe with Mark. I don't know. I thought Croc and Mark were not on the same tribe up till now. Yeah, I have no idea. We're bad podcasters. I mean, no, I just don't keep all the details straight. Hashtag slop pod. <laughs> we're a slop cast. That's cool. Yeah, someone's got to be, be sloppy. Yeah, someone's got to fill that role. I mean, we're still talking about it. Yeah, I've got like crumbs all over my lap. Do you? Survivor crumbs. Um, I don't really. I'm just joking. Some hot dog crumbs? Oh, wait, that's later on. Hot dog crumbs from the bun. Yes. Not from the meat. I mean, I don't know how you eat your hot dog. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's move on. So our new blue tribe, or water, if you will. We've got King Khan. Not Mm -hmm. King Kong, King King Khan. But we also have King Kong, Mark. Really? They're together? No, we don't. Never mind. That's not true. Mark Isn't is it? not on this tribe. Mark, no. Mark yet. was on the other tribe. Because, okay. Wait, no. I don't remember. Hold on. Hold on. I, I shouldn't have said that. Mark's We have hanging. Khan. Khan is on the red tribe. Then we have Ben, KJ, Sam, Croc, Jesse, Chrissy, Sophie, and Michelle. Yes. Fun to see Croc and Chrissy united. They get very happy. She's like holding on to him from behind. I I'm very curious about their relationship. I want to know. You keep saying that and I want I are you alluding to the fact that 
you think they're having sex that it's no, like no not like that okay, just like just, how this is like twice in two how long that, have they known each, like sure. i'm not that close with either of my brother-in-laws like no or your sister-in-law becca is oh i guess yeah i fucking forget that shit but yeah no would never like hug either no i would never hug either of your brothers like that that would be incredibly awkward well yeah i mean i wouldn't hug your brother like that either no i know so that's why i'm I'm just really curious Mm. yes uh very interesting very very interesting i was just about to say something but i totally lost my train of thought Mm. i feel like the blue tribe is maybe stronger than it once was and now okay of course and mark is not on the red tribe because he then gets the choice what Uh, tribe he wants to go to right and he very pointedly does not go on to the red tribe where his wife is correct no he doesn't he pointedly doesn't go on the blue tribe where his wife is he, he does says, go, it feels like there's blood in the water or something like that does, so i'm oh, gonna go to the blood tribe boy there's blood in the water mate let's go with the red tribe uh, yeah he does go on the red tribe i'm so sloppy Gotta you are fucking clean it up so shay and ben are on opposite ty- tribes again and they both look pretty sad about it do you feel like that was a smart move on mark's part to not go on to the blue tribe with his wife. Yeah, it absolutely was. They were voted off specifically the last time they played for being a power couple. That's what they talk about later on. And I have that later on in my notes. But I, I don't also understand, like, Sam feeling slightly slighted. I mean, she starts to cry. And said, even if it's just, like, tearing up a little bit, she's very emotionally affected by it. Which I think anyone would be. Right? Yeah, it's I mean, like, if I moment. hadn't seen you really, except for challenges for 15 days, yeah. and then you chose not to come spend time with me, I'd be like, fuck you, husband. <laughs> also, like, heartbroken. She's understanding. <laughs> she is. He's playing his own game. But you could tell that she was hurt. She It did hurt. And, like, everyone knew that she was hurt. And then he was like, oh, fuck, I fucked up. <laughs> We get Sandra's thoughts on being on the Red Tribe with her daughter. And she says that she and Nina are very close and they talk every day. And that this is a reset button opportunity for her game. Mm-hmm. It's funny that like she has just the complete opposite mentality than Nina does. Where Nina is hoping that Sandra won't cramp her style. But and like it's funny that she says to everyone that like, oh, I hope not. But I get the feeling she made. Not even t- in like a talking no, head confessional, not at but all. in Just front in of front, everyone. Yeah, which is maybe the first indication of Nina's whole game plan is: I will abandon my mother if necessary. I will make it very clear to my alliance that they're my priority over my mom, just to not allow her game to be an anchor to me whatsoever. Now, I will say. Right here at the top of the app, we realize that this last vote was not on day 16. Oh, gosh. Day 16 is coming. Sandra has not yet escaped her 16-day curse. We erroneously, last episode, emergency... Fools! Emergency correction corner. Sandra has not escaped the 16-day curse yet. Underline yet, though. No spoilers for this episode. She's definitely going to make it out unscathed. 
Okay, so they are playing for bah, bah, da, da, Survivor Hot Dog Card. A visit from the Survivor Hot Dog Card. Do you think they have Survivor Hot Dog Card gross. whistles like the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile? No, they don't. And gross. Do people in other countries know about the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile? In America, there's a hot dog brand called Oscar Mayer. They also make lunch meat. There's a way with B-L-O. Because O-S, oh yeah. Because Oscar Mayer has a way with My baloney has a first name. It's O-S-C-A-R. My baloney has a second name. It's M-E-Y-E-R. I love to eat it every day. And my mom says that that's okay. Because Oscar Mayer has a way with B-O-L-O-G-N-A. I don't think it goes, and my mom says that's okay. <laughs> I think that might be a little bit of the goldfish jingle as well. Yes, I think it's... <laughs> well, we got it. Okay. I mean, if you know it. No, I just... It was I'm 90, delightful. I'm 90% there. I'm... You're 90%. Okay. Yes, I... There's and then they have a car shaped like a hot dog, and when they visit, they give you whistles shaped like the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile. Well, I don't know, but it is a pretty like pop culture reference. Like I feel like it's in referenced in things. True. So yeah, I feel like people know about it. I I don't know about how. I'm torn on whether or not I would be happy about the. It's like. And it would make you feel so bad. You'd have such an awful bowel movement with no toilet paper. Depending on the quality of the hot dog, if they are like all beef or like Kirkland or Hebrew National mm. hot dogs, if they got a rabbi out there breasting, breasting, blessing these dogs, I think they might be okay. Even even if they're high quality hot dogs, something that greasy and processed after like two weeks of hardly eating anything with all the fixins all yeah. those veggies and whatnot you all, don't think so all these pickled like relishes and condiments no better you than... are not gonna feel well and soda or fizzies as fizzy they call drink, them fizzy drink yeah i the soda i mean it's all sugar if you were able to drink the soda like right before a challenge maybe i think the soda is a terrible idea the hot dogs, maybe. Better than, like, pizza or something. There's no cheese to weigh you down. Mm. But what they're doing to win these hot dogs is a boat tug of war. Or some might say a game of tug of war is set to the soundtrack of Row, Row, Row Your Boat. Oh, sure. boat o war tug-a-boat? Yes. Tug, tug, tug your boat? Um, With didgeridoo music, particularly. Wow, tug, tug your boat. Kind of like tongue, your tongue, tongue your boat. Tongue your boat. Tug your boat. Yeah. You know, it's all a sexual metaphor. Like Love all it. of Survivor, right? Everything. Do you hear that creak? That creaky chair? Hashtag creaky chair. <laughs> Let's not pull their attention to creaky chair. It's like the third host of the podcast at this point. <laughs> it's so loud. This $500 chair that's so creaky. Yeah. Yes. So, okay, and it's four on four, right? Four people on each tribe in each round. Yes. In each respective boat. Yes, and they have to paddle to a flag, and the first person to grab the flag wins a point. First one to three points is the winner, winner, chicken dinner. Red sits Amy. Yes. And then round one on the blue, we've got Ben, Croc, 
Chrissy, and Sophie going up against Mark, Jordan, Mel, and Sandra. Mark tries to take, like, the calling lead, but doesn't seem to get it quite together in this round. It definitely takes him this first round to find his rhythm. He's trying to organize them and keep them all in sync, but it's not working out. So... Blue pulls ahead, and Ben grabs it. I mean, like, quite... Pretty quickly. Yeah, pretty pretty quick. It's like, Blue starts pulling ahead... Red can't get organized. Blue is more in sync. Once they get a lead past a certain point, you just can't catch up. And we see that kind of repeated time and time again. Yeah. Once you slip past a certain point. There's no returning. You've completely lost it. They have the momentum. There's just no overcoming it. And you're so exhausted by that point. Or gassed, as we say in Australia. Oi, they're real gassed out. They call Joy Biden because they're real gassed. (laughs) It's expensive. Almost $4. Almost $4. He's so gassed. (laughs) It doesn't quite make sense, my joke. Call Joe Biden. No, it was, (laughs) and you don't sound Australian. It's okay. Call Joe Biden. Oi. Oi. We haven't even talked about the Ukrainian war on this podcast. Let's not go okay. there right now. We can't handle the truth. A joke about Survivor Ukraine would be inappropriate. No, completely but awful. hashtag stand with Ukraine. Yeah. Okay, so let's go into round two. We've got Red. It's a boys, boys party. Josh, Mark, David, Jordy. And Mark will be fucking pissed. If he doesn't get it this time. Double dipping, Mark. Two rounds in a row. Just like he likes it. Who's he going against? He's going against Croc, Jesse, Benny, and Khan. King Khan. Khan King Khan versus, versus King, King Kong. Kong. Who's going to win, the Kong or the Khan? And Godzilla's in there, too, because Croc is in the mix. Oh, yeah. Mark. Okay, yeah, right. It's... It is just vital to be in sync. Absolutely. Absolutely instrumental. Hashtag lots of beef on those boats. Hashtag beef boats. Hashtag sausage boats. The host loves Jonathan. He loves to, when all these beefy men are together, oi, there's a lot of beef in here. Hashtag um, shepherd pie boat. You know who I kind of sound like? I sound like the guy who plays Boba Fett on that shitty <laughs> Disney Plus Boba Fett show, Tamara Morrison. Oi, I'm Boba. Boba Fett should host Survivor. Survivor Boba Fett. Survivor I thought you were going to say that he should host Survivor Cast International, and it's like, <laughs> he should. Be I the, mean, are should... you going to just impersonate him for the rest of the show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do an episode where it's old man Bruce Springsteen, Barack Obama, and oh, Boba God, Fett. Please skip Barack. <laughs> we should get that creaky chair out of here and get Boba Fett to be the third host. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> <laughs> being the creaky chair. Oh, okay. I thought you were being a Star Wars alien. <laughs> Moving on. We're still on round two, correct? Yes. And so Blue gets super gassed. Yeah, they're quickly in unison, though. And it's interesting that, like, Blue is doing these quick, choppy uh, strokes on this one. And Red's doing these deep, long, powerful strokes. He, like, the host calls out Khan for barely, like, 
think he says like barely making contact between the paddle and the water. <laughs> I know he, he he does it a couple times where he specifically calls a person out. Con barely no help at all. What a little baby! <laughs> what a waste of space in the boat. <laughs> what is he even what doing we, in it? We I don't know what the fuck accent we're stepping <laughs> into, but it is not Australian. <laughs> I want you to know we I know don't that. Sports yeah, <laughs> Austrian. Oh, what oh. the wait, Khan? Who is your daddy, and what does he do, Khan? Austrian, Australian. I mean, they sound rather similar. Yeah, I'm sure they love to hear that. <laughs> I'm just you critique me for saying that they're more influenced by Europe than we are, and there you are <laughs> just saying them and Austria are just the same country. <laughs> Anywho, I just said that they sound similar. Lou gets tired, con flails. <laughs> ben is like flails. Yeah, he's flailing. Okay, not failing, but and then uh, his arms are willy nilly. Juicy Dave goes for that flag. Juicy Dave grabs the flag. Jesus Christ, I cannot stand him being called Juicy Dave. I mean, it I not. do not like it. Sam, I am. Here's a thought in Minnesota. There's a burger called the Juicy Lucy oh. that is a burger filled with cheese. So what, what would, would a, the Juicy Dave be? A chicken sandwich filled with cheese. Filled with mayo. Hot oh. mayo. Gross. <laughs> or pineapple juice. Oh, or just a slice of pineapple inside the chicken. Mm-hmm. Stuffed. Ooh. Yeah, no, no, no. Answer. A, a, Do we like a, a slice of pineapple okay. with marinara in the whole of the slice inside a chicken baked in a sandwich okay that's a juicy dave that's a juicy dave it's just full of surprises hey that's one juicy dave it goes pretty insane there for a minute but it also fits in some white bread you know you know, that's, that's one juicy Dave, you know. We could just now slip Minnesota, the deep Minnesotan accent and the deep Australian accent. They bear some, some, hey, mate, you know. Hey, mate, don't you know? Hey, I like that hat, don't you know, mate? Oi. Yeah. Yeah. So. Sure you betcha. There is, I just want to call attention to this one moment where Ben is gassed and he's paddling so hard and he just has this look on his face of absolute agony. He's just straining so hard as he's paddling. He is very sad to watch. It is, I mean, like rowing's fucking tough, right? Working out on like a rowing machine will make you throw up. Will it? Yeah. Like throw up? Because it's like it's so deep ab core work because you're doing the double arms. You probably shouldn't do it until you throw up. That's probably not a good way to work out, babe. Coach always told me, do every exercise until you vomit. And that's how you know it's setting in correctly. That's how you know it's ready for the next one. (laughs) Round three. We got Sam, KJ, Sophie, and Michelle on the red team versus Sandra, Mel, Nina, and Shay on the blue. Michelle is really out of sync, I notice, with the Blue Tribe. As is Sandra. Sandra's doing a bad job rowing in this round. Sandra's maybe digging herself into a grave here. Potentially. She, like, I've said it before, but I'll say it again. She can't survive in a game of Survivor that is so heavily reliant on physicality. I agree. She She's is out just of her element. She, not in her prime anymore, yes. and it just isn't her game any longer when you couple, it is so yeah. placed in physical. Too physical, and you couple with the fact that she looms 
she has such a large presence on the game. It's impossible for her to fly under the radar. People are constantly like seeking her advice and her opinion on things. She can't play an invisible game. No. And when you that coupled with her lack of physical prowess, it just isn't going to work out long term. It's certainly not. Blue Sophie does a good job in this round, though, kind of like being a good caller, trying to rally people together. I think Sophie's possibly on a redemption path. Maybe. I hope that she doesn't like go gunning for Sam. I really like Sam. I like Sam, too. Um, KJ does the long, the long reach. Almost like falls in. Yeah. It's a risky maneuver, but I think, you know, it's like, oh, they might catch up. I'm going to not waste time for us to get closer and just do the big strain. It pays off. It does. Blue scores 2-1 blue. Now, blue's got to get it on this last round. It's a half and half round, ladies and men. We've got Ben, Croc, Chrissy, and Sophie on the blue team. Hilarious shot of Sophie, like, psyching herself up and Jesse, like, you got this. You got this. I love Sophie. Really? No, Chrissy. I love Chrissy. I mean. Okay. Chrissy's my favorite. Yeah. But Sophie is, I don't know. She's... Hilarious shot of her like shaking out her arms like you. <laughs> They're going up against Nina, Jordan, Josh, and Shay. Okay. Blue pulls ahead pretty early. They're very in sync. It's a quick round. Blue takes it. Boom, 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 boom. And with that, do we have anything else before? Splitting um, up? Someone on the Red Tribe yells out, Oh, we don't even want hot dogs. Oh, right. I have that note, too. Red gets nothing. It's a second week of where there's no invitation to pick a member or there's no sharing of the reward, no opportunity to do so. I wonder if that's just out the window at this point. Yeah, I think that especially with food rewards, it's very much keep it to yourself. And then before we go back to the tribes, Sam is... She does a talking head where we just get confirmation that she's pretty upset about Mark not picking her. And she's a little apprehensive to be reunited with Sophie. Yeah, not looking forward to having to, like, bury the hatchet and then look over her shoulder. Not at all. And really feeling like that's, like, what is going to be being on a tribe with Sophie. Well, should we take a quick break and then come back and roll into pre and immunity? I would love that. All right. We'll be back. Welcome back, all you Survivor fans. We are... About a third of the way through episode seven of Survivor Australia, Blood versus Water. Although now we're like blood with blood versus with water versus blood with blood with water. Yeah, Um, yeah. Blood and water all mixed up. Don't know where one begins and the other ends. It's just a shark infestation waiting to happen Mm. over on the water tribe though they're eating some big tony's hot dogs and drinking some fizzy drink sam talking about like the importance of this like building camaraderie right after a split a swap 
particularly like the joy that comes with a win first thing. Yeah, you got a bond and that's always so much easier when you're doing it over a victory rather than commiserating over a loss. But she is commiserating over the fact that her husband didn't pick her still. Yeah, especially even in the light of like Chrissy and Croc's very sweet mm-hmm. reunion. As she says, the elephant is the in the room is Mark's choice. Uh, Khan kind of expresses surprise at it and says that he re- that Mark regrets it. And Sam, in a move that I think is smart, kind of chooses not to speak on Mark's reasons behind it. Yeah, keeps it like, oh, I, oh, don't, I know. don't know. But then in a talking head, talks about like. Oh, you know, there might be some trauma left over from being voted out specifically for being a power couple. And like, true, you know, you do, you are a couple who has played this before. And clearly as things pan out, playing before, having experience, doing well previously. Yes. Not necessarily a great thing. The more removed you are from each other pre-merge, the safer you are, the more opportunities you have to foster independent groups that can hopefully be brought together at the merge. Um, when you were in Australia and New Zealand, did you ever take notice of anyone calling like soda fizzy drink? Not that I remember. Okay. Interesting. Very interesting. I liked it. I yeah. loved it. Um, yeah, we've got a croc expressing that he feels sorry for those who didn't get to Swap out and be with a loved one because of nice. how much. Yeah, this in, they have such a lovely relationship, Croc and Chrissy, and I'm just that's why I'm so curious. Like they seem so much closer than what I know of as far as brother and sister in laws for the most part. There's a lot of good sportsmanship and good camaraderie and community on the show in general of things like that, of people being mindful and saying things like that. I like Chrissy a lot, and Croc is also definitely one of my favorites. Um, I also love how overloaded these hot dogs are. Oh my goodness. They are definitely, some people are definitely going to get sick. Just teeming like with ingredients. Yeah. yeah, just like uh, pickles and shit, everything falling Sauerkraut, off. Sauerkraut, pickles, mustard, ketchup, onions. Sam and Sophie do talk, and Sam puts the blame on the hashtag hammock hussies right. for dragging her along in the vote. Kind of just saying, oh, I went along with it. And, you know, I was just another number towards that goal. I didn't have a choice. Yeah, wasn't going to go against the numbers if you were going to go anyway kind of thing. Sophie kind of is playing at the it's all water under the bridge. But Sam does not trust her. Not at all. And still wants to get her out at the first opportunity she can. Which I find very funny. I mean, we don't really know Sophie's angle on it. But Sam is very much just... I think that they're both still going to be butting heads. Yeah, Sam feels like the minute Sophie turns around, she's speaking ill of her and talking about voting her off. So, And then we've got something exciting happening. The ketchup shots? The yes. people taking shots of ketchup? Did you not see that? No. At least one person, I think others, are straight up taking shots of ketchup. And Gross. Like, oh, I love ketchup. Gross. Very nasty. So gross. The exciting thing you're talking about... Exciting thing I'm talking about is still at the hot dog stand. It involves condiments. But it's Chrissy. 
She spies the clue kind of sticking out a little part of the cart while she's sitting next to Croc. So she goes to get it, spills pickles and her fizzy drink all over, being real, real sloppy about it. Oi, I love pickles, mate. And I mean, she's sneaky enough that she, I think she somehow manages to pull it off. But it's super nondiscreet. If everyone else wasn't super distracted, which they shouldn't be. Hello. I know, I know. What are you all thinking, you idiots? Everyone's just like swept up and meeting the new tribe and eating, what is it, Tony's hot dogs. Yeah, big, big Tony's. Big Tony's. Hey, big Tony's. Hey. Big Tony's hot dogs over here. Oi, Big Tony, mate. That's some Brooklyn hot dog you got. Um, Yes. I love Chrissy. I'm happy she pulled this off. I love the moment when she's like, oh, I don't even know how to pass this to Croc. And she must say something to him. And then he's just like pawing at her side, at her shorts, feeling it around. Super funny to watch. I also really appreciate her sitting down I was like yeah I sat my big ass yep. down and there it was being lazy counts <laughs> yep um but then they're like celebrating over by when they go okay so then they go they read the clue they go hunting for the idol yes they the find idol the clue is yeah. where the river rushes the tree leans out far so they go out to where she pulls eucalyptus for washing day because she knows the river. They find the rope. They find the idol. Croc is in his tiger shorts. But Jesse and Benny are like definitely overhearing them. They're like looking at each other at the water well. Very clearly overhearing them. We've got yes. Croc and Chrissy going like crazy. And it's like, you're so stupid. You're so close to everything right now. Croc is advising caution. Saying that the first thing Sandra told him was you tell no one about your idol. And just speaking to that, he knows Chrissy is excited, but he hopes that she can keep her excitement tamped down long enough. You're pretty fucking loud. To uh, like... Yeah, you're right. Even in this initial moment, it seems like the game is a little bit up. Yeah. Moving over to the Blood Tribe. Mm -hmm. Jordy, happy with the swap. Yes. He's very glad to be where he's at. He's got this great hat on, but he's got Mark. He has both uh, Josh and Jordan. Jordan. Um, people that he feels like he gets on with. He says, I get on Nina them with a house that's on fire. Calls people legends for Call, when he likes them. Calls everybody a legend. Yeah. Uh, Nina is a legend to him, but Sandra is a threat, which yes. I think is a very interesting distinction that he's making between the two of them. I totally agree. Mark, his strategy... Um, Keeping the target low by not yeah, his, joining his wife. Wanted get, to, yeah. like, not make that target big. But, like, also kind of regretting it because he, you know, he knows what an impact it had on Sam. He knows how it looked. He saw the look on her face. But he feels like he'll keep both of them safer if they're separate for the time being. I don't think Sandra, I mean, like... As Sandra is describing how she doesn't want to cause waves and wants to be invisible, she's very clearly on the outs right now in this very tribe, much. not part of the conversations. She goes to smooth things over with Dave, just feeling like, you know, new tribe, let's fully reset. There's no point having this animosity with him still. And Dave seems very open and willing to that, at least from what we see. Uh, Nina is super cute talking about how she's watched her mom play since she was five years old. 
And we get a nice moment of Sandra talking about, like, I mean, it starts with her saying that Nina never talks to her, so she's not totally sure where the social game is currently at, but that she's super proud of Nina and her social standing in the tribe, that everyone loves Nina and looks up to her, and, uh, yeah, that she's just trying to make no waves and remain invisible as long as possible. She'll come to her mama when she needs her. She's kind of trying to slip into, like, mother of the camp role. You know, trying to like not just be Nina's mother, but be that motherly role. Yes, absolutely. Like, which can oh, be valuable. It could be, or it could be fucking annoying. Nina here, just speaking like she wants to keep her mom, but she's completely open to getting her mom out. She states this to her alliance, mm-hmm. just saying, if it's going to happen, that's fine. Let me know and keep me out of it. And if you're going to be a queen slayer, hashtag queen slayer. Nina just wants to be out of the castle. Yeah. Not even let me know. Just like, I don't want to be a part of it. I'll assume if I'm not being told things, what's going on or whatever. I That's unclear to me whether or not she wants specifically to be keyed into it or not. She kind of does say, let me know and I'll vote for someone else. Keep me out. I guess she says, keep me out of it. So yeah. that is ambiguous. And then we're at day 16. Which is like, okay, shit, yeah, Sandra definitely didn't beat her curse. Yes. And we're at immunity. We are ready to dive into the next challenge. Um, Mark gets a lot of ribbing at the start of immunity for his choice not to go to his wife's tribe. He, uh, the host asked Sam if she's uh, forgiven Mark for his poor, his wrong decision yet. He's like, he's in the doghouse, and he's on a separate tribe. Mark tries to play it off, just being like, oh, they've got nice digs over there. It's all good. And the best line. Yes. Uh, Survivor brought you together. Hate for it to pull you apart. Mark is, like, very red. Sam is doing a good job just laughing it off, and, you know, everyone's chuckling along. It's a fun moment. It's like a, oh, snap. Oh, he went there. Girl, um, Khan brings the idol back. He's dubbed it Billy and says that they've grown very close and he hopes to be reunited with it soon. This looks like one of the hardest challenges ever. Very tough. What they have to do is they have to chop a rope, which is going to release a net. They then have to climb that net onto a platform. Everybody, everyone has to get onto the platform. Then they have to go down the other side of the platform. One by one, balance on various balance beams while collecting these square boxes along the balance beam. Then Then take the boxes up like a net ramp onto another platform, throw the box onto the ground. There's nine boxes. Three of them have balls in them. You You need one ball. Which you'll then utilize... For a like three to four people manning a ball maze while one person it's big enough that the people manning it can't see where the ball is in a person directing them to get the ball through the maze by pulling ropes after fucking sliding down a pole and climbing another platform. Again, Survivor Australia just cannot give us a puzzle. So fucking goddamn extra like every puzzle is so physical every puzzle is 95 percent physical five percent puzzle even it's just like 
the puzzle you have, you don't have the people working the puzzle able to see the puzzle. Yeah, it's like I mean, it's like a puzzle. And it's like kind huge. Of. And it really pulling. is more of a physical thing than a puzzle, right? You have a person calling, and then people. It's manning. like a maze, so I yeah, guess. But a maze is more physical than I mean, like it's not like you. The hardest part of it isn't figuring out how to get from the start of it to the end of it. The hardest the part of it is the of physicality it. of it. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Red sits out Mel. Red sits out Mel. Josh kicks Croc's ass chopping. Yeah, it's Croc and Josh on the chopping. Josh finishes first. They both have pretty good technique, but Croc, and this is the second time that Croc has been surprisingly slow on a, a chopping challenge. Chopping challenge. Croc versus Net round two. It almost killed him last episode, but he seems to get through it pretty well this time. But Josh still kicks his ass. Uh, now we just have, like, you know, other people on the tribe moving through the course. Mark, like, full-on just pulls Amy up the net. She doesn't well, climb it whatsoever. The first thing he does is literally picks her up by the waist and throws her halfway up the net. Yeah, then he... Then climbs up the net himself and pulls her the rest of the way up. It's like, what the fuck, man? I mean, I'm sure he had her permission. He is the... Well, yeah, no, no. It's just, like, insane that he's able to do all that just in trying to get her up the net. He's the fucking net master. He throws her, climbs it, and pulls her. All in just her climbing the net. Super commando mark. Boy, it's the most powerful net, net I've ever met in combat. Commando mark? You wanted to see him run around with his trunks off? Oh, I've never climbed such a worthy, epic net. Jesus. Um, the balance beam, um, what do I have? balance beam? And Michelle, okay, yes. Michelle is really struggling on the balance beam. I feel like Sandra tries to prove her worth a little bit more on the balance beam. She grabs a box right away. She's moving at a pace that is not the slowest, but is quick, but slow enough that she's not going to fall off and slow the tribe down in that manner. However, that comes up after her really struggling to get up the net. Yeah. And like the host says, Sandra's people, a real handbrake. Yeah, on this I challenge. was like people calling her out for it, and when I mean people, the host. But then, as you mentioned, Michelle falls off the beam, has to totally start over, and it like really drags the blue team down. Yeah. So Red takes the lead until we're up throwing boxes. Yes. Um, Croc is i mean the red is smashing several boxes they haven't found a ball yet croc catches up the first box that he smashes has a ball in it so they're able to start working on the maze right away well and multiple people th uh that were throwing boxes and they weren't breaking too so it's like oh really yeah like shay and one or two other people on that tribe threw a box and it didn't break then there's like this fireman's pole that you have to go down and get to the maze. And apparently Ow. it's like very hot and they're yeah, all wearing it's been, short it's shorts. It's metal and it's been in the sun all day. Ouch. There's all these little things that would just give you aches and pains and un discomfort that would suck to then go back to camp and have like fucking metal rub burns and heat for metal on your thighs and stuff. Oh, so much so. Terrible. We've got a... Uh... We're on the puzzle now. Blue catches ahead, and we've got Croc, Ben, and Sophie working on the maze. And I think Jesse calling, perhaps, at the very first. Yeah, there's like a whole plethora of people calling over there to start. There's like too many cooks in the kitchen, too many people calling on Blue. It's a kind of a confused mess at first. 
over on Red, Nina is calling, and she calls from the get-go. And then we have Shay, Jordy, and Jordan working the maze physically. Ah, uh, there should be a fourth person. Is there? I'm missing the fourth person working okay. the maze on Red, I guess. Um, And then, like, so this is the first interesting dynamic of, like, Sandra and Nina. Yes. Under Before here, it's just been, like, super light and really, like, laid back and minimal conversations. But here you've got Nina doing the calling for the people on the maze. And then Sandra's kind of next to her and not as vocally, but more physically making not not commands, but like tips to people and then being like, oh, Nina, they're going the wrong direction. I can't tell if it was something that was a hindrance or an aid, how much it annoyed Nina. We don't get really much talking on it. No, I'm wondering like, so she also did a lot of non-verbals with the, the players. Like, yeah, you got that. Like Absolutely. when they were like just really paying attention to who was checking in for guidance even though Nina was busy guiding other people, sometimes the people who are all like set up and ready to go, like might be feeling like, Oh, am I still in the spot? Am I still like doing what I need to do? Absolutely. Um, No, that's an interesting point. I do feel like Sandra maybe stepped on Nina's toes a little bit. Um, I mean, definitely by the end of the challenge, the consensus on the end on the tribe was that Nina did a great job and that Sandra was maybe dead weight. We do get Khan who takes over calling on the blue tribe and he really is extremely proficient at it. He's doing like Khan, I think is the MVP of the whole challenge. I mean, he absolutely rocks at calling during this challenge. He really like takes the reins, takes the sloppiness, hones it together and ultimately like pulls out a fucking win. He does. He just has a great system of like you Croc pull really hard and you, Sophie, let up a little bit where you're not talking left and right. You're giving just clear, concise directions that people can follow. Yeah. Blue takes out the win, like you said. Nina had like drops her ring at some point, which is kind of an interesting moment. Don't know if she finds it or not. Sandra kisses her on the cheek. Sweet. And Um, Sandra, like, oh, sorry. No, you go. I'm sorry. Sandra. I was going to say, like, Sandra has this look of like, hmm. I should maybe be worried right now. This is maybe like me acknowledging where I'm at and that this is maybe now my kiddo's turn to shine. She certainly knows that she's operating from a point of weakness at yeah, this point. Absolutely. Khan is reunited with Billy, his beloved idol. <laughs> and we end with Jordy just talking about how, you know, it's a bummer that they lost but he does enjoy going to tribal because it's a point. It's an opportunity to hone Red Tribe 2.0. Oh, hone it in, boo-boo. Following him back to the Blood Tribe. Yes. Nina apologizes, just speaking on the fact that it was super neck and neck and she just couldn't pull out the win at the end. We've got lots of, like, dynamic conversation talking about who should go. Of course, Sandra's still pointing the finger at Dave. He voted for me. Yeah, it calls her him her nemesis who always writes her name down, which I think, like, he actually hasn't written your name down once. No. Uh, yeah, he did. Just the one time. Not as many times as Sandra thinks. No, just one time, not twice. Uh, dudes land on initially, like, okay, we're going to eliminate Mel. That's the initial. Gotta keep it strong. She's like pulling us down the most. 
which, you know, feels lucky for Sandra at first that Mel did fuck up at this challenge. Looking back on it, she's the big glaring error. You know, the thing that, like, is the easiest to look at is her falling off the balance beam. I will say this, like, minute when Shay and Nina and Sandra are talking, like, I enjoyed that moment. I'm like, oh, I wouldn't hate that turning into an alliance. But then I had to self-reflect and be like, okay, is it only because I truly love, like, female all-lady alliances that I'm at all rooting for this? Because... I don't want Sandra to win. I, I want yeah. Nina to stand on her own. I think they're too different to be super successful together. I agree. I, I think that is the case. Um, Yeah. I mean, it is always fun to have a lady alliance regardless, though. And it's fun to see a group of ladies go far just because it so rarely happens. Right. But Sandra, sadly, is not going to be a part of that. Nina knows that Sandra has a target on her back. Um, Jordan really hates losing and it's just saying that Mel sucks at challenges, but then that also becomes a thing of like Sandra is not good at challenges. Okay. I have to address something here. Okay. Jordy makes a really distasteful comment in my opinion. Is this like he start? Jordy starts hatching a plan. He feels like the Mel vote is too easy and he, his sights turn to Sandra. What's the yeah. comment he makes? He says, if you want anyone's scalp, oh, okay, yeah, it's Sandra's scalp. That's a, Yeah, I mean, the problem with it is it's like, it's hard or it's impossible for it not to be an allusion to scalping, I guess. And scalping has a very, very, very connected history in the torture and near extinction of indigenous people's in not only the United States, but also New Zealand and Australia. Right. Like, very heavily. And so, I don't know. I think it's pretty distasteful to reference that in this regard. Like, the type there of are comment, so many uh, other ways sure. you could phrase that. The type of comment that he, I'm sure is not intended to have the weight of the historical context that it carries, but does nonetheless. Poor choice of words. Ab I mean... Yeah, it's not it's not a good look. Absolutely. Should not be used any longer. But he is he's hatching a plan. He's he knows that they're blue strong, blue the former blue people have a majority within the tribe that he can garner enough votes for Sandra and pulling off a blind side of the queen would look very good on his resume and keep it quiet from Nina. So she doesn't yes, get upset. Uh, there's a little bit of debate on whether or not to tell Nina, but they do quit pretty quickly. Just land on. Let's just not even deal with that complication and not tell her whatsoever. Yeah. Um, Sophie has an idol and is kind of like, not sure what to do with it. Yeah, actually that's the, that's the moment. Of, like, Nina, Sandra, and Shay talking about Shay's idol. And, like, Nina giving the advice of, like, I I mean, I don't think that you need to use it tonight. But yes. ultimately, like, trust your gut. Trust your instincts. And, like, not to jump too far ahead. But I get so excited at Tribal at the know, prospect of, like, oh, could Shay, like, play, play the Sandra. idol for Sandra and just pull this crazy move and, like... Even Sandra was hoping for... You can yeah. see on Sandra's face that she's a little bit crestfallen when Shay plays the idol for herself. 
Now, not to hop too far ahead, but I'm getting into tribal mode. What do you need to cover before we hop there? Okay, just that, I mean, in the conversation with Sandra and Shay, I do like how honest Nina is about the fact that she's like, I told my alliance that I'm willing to betray my mom if needed right in front of her mom. Yeah. And just, it's like good. And like, oh, but they said that she's not the person yet. And Sandra's like, oh, well, I'll take not yet. Yeah. I think it's refreshing how honest and transparent she is when she wouldn't have to be. And it must be a little bit awkward. And um, Nina eventually does get her hackles up. She becomes a little bit aware that something is up because Mark and Mel are just a little bit stilted, not looking her in the face. Yes. The next morning. It just speaks to how perceptive Nina is. Do you think Nina has an actual chance to win this? I don't want Nina to win because I think an Australian should win. Yeah, I wonder if that's how a lot of the players feel as well. I think she'll have a good life post this episode. I hope she gets to play in an American season at some point. Yeah, I hope so too. Should we roll into tribal? I think we shall. So we're walking on into tribal. Yes. Um, right away, the host asks Sandra how she's feeling about the new tribe arrangement. And Sandra says she's feeling good, but it's still early days. Can't really gauge things yet. Mel makes a comment that she doesn't think anyone's sitting comfortably. And if they are, they should fucking watch out. Yeah. Kind of speaking on that, there is a former... excuse me, former blue majority six to four, but that there's no guarantees for anybody, which is kind of just the thing that is said at every tribal. There's also a six to four unloved ones, loved ones split. So that's something that I wonder if it comes into play at all on the new, whatever tribe isn't here on the, um, water. Yeah. The water. Cause this is the right tribe. Yeah. So the water tribe must be like, six or five huh i don't know 19 people 19 people nine and nine i don't know what split you're trying Hmm. to do mentally like loved ones unloved ones like are the couples gonna band together and kick off anyone who's not in a loved one couple like that could be a thing maybe that seems likely. so looking for that to happen but now not you know okay but let's keep going i like jordy a lot And I like this comment that he makes about it's a little too basic just to vote along former tribal lines, which is something I always feel very acutely. I feel that every time there's a shuffle in a season and people are just like, oh, former blank tribe, you know, majority within this new tribe. And I feel that every time they merge and those lines of thinking persist, I really like let's not get hung up on what tribe we used to be on. Let's chart a new path forward with new alliances. What makes sense for the game now? And also really need to think about, like, how did this person interact with my loved one? Is this someone like, because that's a big thing, right? Like, oh, if Jordy is noticing someone came over who was tight with Jesse, it's like, okay, I want to be tight with him because then it's like, it's two people. And then it's automatic four people because you've got a loved one. And it's like, and that's a throwback to comment Mark makes earlier on in this episode about like, you know, when we like the reason he chose to stay separate from Sam was because when they come together, she'll bring her alliance, he'll bring his alliance, and then they have this powerhouse, and anyone not involved in that is boom, 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 boom. Yeah, you cultivate these separate groups of people that then you merge into one super group. 
Um, I do. There's this interesting moment where I feel like Sandra is really just kind of swinging for the fences to try to keep herself in the game. Trying to scare everyone. Trying yes. to be like, oh, you don't know how this game is played. And if you do think you know, you don't. Because I've been here five times. But Jordy quickly well, comes Well, it comes like, out of what Sandra's disagreeing on. Comes out of this talk of voting to keep the tribe strong. And Sandra just kind of speaking on like she disagrees on voting with that mentality. Uh, voting out the weak doesn't mean you're going to automatically start winning. Uh, the weak will always outnumber the strong and then they'll just pick off the strong one after the other and that you need loyalty over strength. And to an extent, I think she's making some cognizant points, but I mean, she's not. She's in it, full on panic mode. It's just like, yeah, Sandra's trying to instill some fear, try to put some thoughts into people's head that is like, maybe we shouldn't vote Sandra out. And it's not, it's not a clear enough point. There's not a good enough through line to really convince anyone, I think. No, the host is really, really interesting and fun to watch him. Wa like, he is loving watching Sandra squirm. Absolutely. He is like delighted in it. And then it's very sad to watch Nina watch this all happen because you feel her shift of like, oh, damn, we're not writing Mel. Everyone's writing my mom. Oh, I yeah. either like I told them to not involve me, so they didn't involve me. But I know where they're going now. How do you feel about Mark in this leather jacket he's got on? <laughs> I don't know about Mark. Mark is like 10 people rolled into one for oh, me. Oh, he's an enigma. I love him and I hate him. <laughs> There's this comic book character named Robot Man who wears what? a leather jacket. He's on Doom Patrol. And that's all I could think of seeing Mark in this leather jacket. Oh, my God. That is Mark. He's got a big expressionless face and super broad shoulders. <laughs> and he's like wearing a leather jacket. It looks very out of place. And like this thing that shouldn't be having this weird affectation is is like he thinks he's like a punk rocker and it's very bizarre cody will send me that image and we will post that both to our twitter and our instagram so look out for that if you have no idea what we're referencing right now hashtag robot man mark <laughs> hashtag um mark with that uh square jaw that's a terrible hashtag i have to say mark with the square jaw it's not great it doesn't exactly <laughs> roll off the tongue so yeah sandra because all your hashtags are always so great, Cody. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Jordy does call Sandra out in her cockiness, kind of just saying like, oh, all this talk of having played before, it's all kind of irrelevant yeah. if we as a tribe are just banding together to vote you off. He kind of like trails off after saying, well, it's all irrelevant anyway, just knowing like, oh, Sandra, you're being voted out. There's no point in me like having this conversation further because like you're going home. The host mentions to Sandra that every tribal you come in expecting to have votes on you, do you expect so tonight? And Sandra says she wouldn't be surprised, but essentially says that she's relying on her relationship with Nina to keep her in the game. Oh, poor Nina. And then there, this moment, which is such an interesting moment, where... I don't know. Like, I think... Sandra's looking at Nina and Nina's like, mom, don't look at me. I'm not the one asking the look questions. Him, yeah. And Sandra then, uh, she's like, that's my baby, but I'm in trouble. Queen stay queen. 
but it is. And it's like your heart's broken because you know Sandra's going home. This board, just this this moment of like Sandra looking at Nina as it starts to dawn on her that she's going to be voted off, and Nina like stealing herself. Don't be looking at me. Look at the host. Like we can't directly interact in this moment. She'll like break down. I know. Nina's like, I will fucking lose my shit. Don't look at me, mom. Like. We're playing the game of Survivor, and you always tell me to go with the numbers, but like it's breaking my heart. This Don't game look at me. I love so much, my mom. Mm. I love so good. Okay, I like. It's a very so, charged moment. Very charged. Are you ready to go into votes? Let me take a peek at my notes. Do I have anything else? Oh, votes okay. Are going uh, to yes, notes. I'm ready. I'm ready to go to the vote. Jordy votes first. Yes. I fucking love Jordy's overalls. Hashtag country chic. I think he looks absolutely absurd. Jordy's like, Jordy and Chrissy are my top two right now. I love them both. I can't. I am so in a different camp than you, but it's fine. It's fine. We can coexist even though we disagree. I can't wait until we play the Spice Girl game and I can call (laughs) Jordy overall Spice. Uh, I that's not a thing for one. And for two, <laughs> you're thinking Jordy's going to make the final five? I mean, Jordy and Chrissy and Croc. They're at 18. They're at 18 people. I don't know. You can't five. do that, right? You can't bounce that on me. final five, Jordy, it's just all top head. Jordy, Chrissy, Croc, Sam, Khan. And then maybe lose Croc for Amy. But I like Croc a lot. Huh. Croc a lot. Croc a lot. Mm, I don't know if I agree with any of those, but Sam. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, I really am disappointed that Nina didn't write mom. She should have written mom instead of Sandra. Oh, you think so? Yeah. She does do the heart with the arrow through it. It should definitely say mom. Um, Jordy does pay homage to Sandra when voting. It's like, it was an honor to play with you, mate. I like that hat. Mate. Honor to vote you off, mate. I have this moment while people are voting i'm like is this gonna be fucking insane and shay is gonna play Mm, her idol for sandra i know know. and then like after the votes roll in shay like grabs her fucking idol and i'm like holy shit did i really call this and then she fucking plays her idol for herself that is the stupidest fucking move ever like what the fuck is your problem shay it is a hilarious waste of an idol And she definitely gets the audience and Sandra's expectations up. I think we mentioned it earlier in the episode. But Sandra has this hopeful and then very crestfallen, let down look on her face. Shay, you fucking idiot. No one's voting for you. No, at least save it till next week when you might get votes. Like, this is so stupid. I don't understand you whatsoever. You kind of breeze past the voting. I'm sorry. David voted for Sandra. Um, Sandra votes for Dave and gives the classic Sandra adios mate. I do love just watching the host silently tell the next person, like with his eyes, it's your turn to vote. He has like a good moment with Jonathan, I think we're like, your turn mate. And then, uh, when Nina votes for Sandra, she also says that she wishes they'd played together longer, which is kind of a sweet moment. Yeah, totally. Okay. And then we get the wasted idol play as we've gone over. And then the votes come in. And it's 8v1, even though you don't see all eight being played out. One vote for Dave, six votes for Sandra. And then we know that also Amy and Dave. So it's like Dave, Amy, Jordy, Mark, Nina, Shay, Mel, Jordan all voted. It's a hashtag Sandra sweep. And I just want to let you know, all of those people will not win now. 
So none oh, of these okay. people can win. You Sam think they're can't all win. cursed? Dave can't win. Jay, Amy, Jordy, Mark, Shay, Mel, Jordan, and her own fucking daughter Nina will not win this season. Do you think so? They've all been cursed. They, I'm keeping it. Oh damn! That was Sandra said. Because no one, the 16 no day one curse. who's ever. But here's the thing: Sandra said Held no up. one's that ever voted for her. I know, I know. Has ever won. I know. There's so two like, curses in the six. I mean, and I'm saying the 16 day curse. I true. know. That's okay because Chrissy and Crockett still win. Uh, okay. Crock a lot. Uh, Sandra, a little peeved, but, you know, stands up gracefully. You know, I've been playing for 166 consecutive days, and no one can take that away so, from me. Okay, what about that? 166 consecutive days. Has because she, had she, did, ro- she did a season where she was, like, helping, or she was, the like... The Island of the Idols with And then, Boston like, Rob, I think played in a season. And then rolled into the season right after that. And, and then this, this must be right after that. That's so fun. 166 consecutive days. That's pretty intense. Which is also maybe why she flew in on Chopper, because yeah. it's like, I'm going from one Survivor Island to another Survivor Island. That feels like a Survivor jewel in her crown that I don't know if anyone's going to take that from her. Also, like... like to have the opportunity to do so... To go three seasons back to back, two American, one Australia, which does that equal 166? Is there, there might be something we're missing in there. I don't know. We'll have to look it up. But crazy. But and then here's the other thing. No, of course, she's fucking exhausted at Absolutely. all of these grueling fucking Absolutely. challenges when they're all fucking physical challenges. Nope. She's been paying, playing for 160. No way. What a beast. All of them would be completely fucking dead. No, I mean, Sandra's very cool. I like Sandra a lot. I'm glad we got to see her play. Ultimately, I'm glad that she didn't win. Yes. But I wish she would have made it to merge. Yeah. I wish her and Nina, or it's maybe cool that not I'm merge. Glad that it's great that Nina's still in. I wish like her a, and a Nina passing... could have played like for a couple of weeks on sure. the same tribe. It would have yeah. been fun to see that, but I don't think Nina would have liked that. It's all very Shakespearean, you know, queen slaying torch passing new generation it was good stuff good episode sandra has a very classy exit uh she says she's not even mad she thanks for being able to play australia gives advice um it doesn't benefit you don't go with just any plan Mm -hmm. which could also double as shade at nina a little bit like, do you, you know, I always said go play with the majority, but it doesn't mean to go along with a plan that doesn't really benefit you. And, you know, yeah, she makes this comment. I got to play my favorite game in Australia with my love, my daughter. Like, it was super sweet. It was like, no surprise, only thankful, yeah. only classy, thankful, Sandra. Like, no critiques at fucking Nina. Great. And then the host, tonight you may have slayed the queen. Question is, will you wear the crown? Or the guillotine. And weirdly enough, his accent also faded out halfway through reading it. Which, I don't know what's up with that. Uh, yeah. And I, goodbye, Sandra. Kind of crazy that she looms so large over the season. It's a little bit crazy to have her now not be there. I'm looking forward to see Nina uh, be able to play her own game a little bit more. Spread her wings not have her mom looming over her game specifically so much. I think, and I'm I'm excited to see the other tribe's reaction to oh, the queen being slayed. That'll be a good moment. So with that, we bid you adieu. With the gentle tunes of Boots Riley. 
the guillotine. See you on episode eight, all you crazy survivor kids. Dedicate this to the people of Ukraine. Guillotine Putin. Guillotine to all Russian soldiers? Question mark?